Can I get some? Uh, can I get some dirks from the audience tonight as we start the rock and roll happy hour? We're derping hard. That's how we like to start off the program tonight because we're drinking beers with our friends from Booze Brothers Brewing. Is the rock and roll happy hour on all ninety four nine? Supported by Mason Ale Works, your everyday beer for every situation from Respecto Mexican Lager, perfect for a day at the beach. Their rich, smooth Cash Imperial Coffee Stout, ideal for sitting around the campfire with your friends. Mason Ale Works, as you covered. It's Jeremy, and as always, I'm joined by my. Quick, dude! I, I know that it gets dark earlier now, and you're distracted by shiny things. But staring oh. up at the lights, yeah, Ken, really? Dude, have you ever looked at these lights like through a glass of beer? Uh, not consciously. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I'm conscious right now, but it's uh, whatever. It's pretty. It's our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Ken, right? And uh, our friends from Booze Brothers. In uh, first time I've seen you guys in like what two years, Chris? I About two years. Yeah, I was here for uh, rhythm and brews about two years ago you brought with you uh fraser maury and of course yourself and some beer so thank you yes sir thank you for making this a proper friday night we're gonna drink some of your wares talk about uh booze brothers as uh as a brewery and also something else you guys are doing you guys have been a brewery for like five years right five years just had our five-year anniversary last month and you have another is it like side brand is it a a secondary brand secondary brand Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of a way for us to focus on some unique fun stuff give it a little bit of a spin kind of like a dr seuss of beer The suspense is killing me. Man. What's so, the secondary it, brand? It's called Owl Farm. We're going to get into it later, but we need uh, we need to warm up. We are now ushering in the weekend, so let's do it the proper way with a beer. What did you guys uh, want to start the program with tonight? Uh, so we brought in the Penny Blonde Ale, which is uh, one of our number one selling ales in San Diego. It's clean, very crisp, very summer-like. Definitely not sweet on the finish, but nice and crisp. Um, mm. We really wow, that, went with that, a lot that, more you know, Pilsner finish on it. I was going to say, you guys, do you guys do it's just like a standard lager? We don't do any lagers or Pilsners, but this is probably probably the closest thing you're going to get. We're using lots of German ingredients, German Pilsner, German hops. It's got that crackery Pilsner malt. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's yeah. that's what I'm trying to identify. And and a lot of people who like the the lightness that a that a Pilsner has. I, you know, I think a lot of people are a little sketched by blonde ales because they think, well, I've had a Belgian blonde yeah. and so they're expecting it to have like estery. Well, blonde is also unknown. I mean, you you understand an IPA is going to be somewhat hop forward. You understand that a stout is going to be dark and roasty. Yeah. You know what a um, like a lager is going to taste like, but you look at blonde, and you go, oh, that's that's so open to interpretation, and to a certain degree, it is. But for you guys, this is really a great gateway beer for anybody who drinks, I don't know, one of the larger breweries out there that we yeah. won't mention by name, because this has that approachability to it. It and really does. When we first started, we did do a lager. We called it Lazy Bill's Lager, and we did it for a while, and it just became too much of a pain in the ass to keep in the rotation. It takes up yeah. a lot of tank space for a long time. Nowadays, we're really cranking stuff out we don't have enough tank space or time to deal with a lager so we really transform this blonde into almost like a lager but it still has the same kind of ale fermentation time so we can really move through it and i appreciate that because you know you 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 can sit around you can hang out with your friends you can drink this beer all day which is a little harder to do with a seven percent ipa yep so the the, the fact that you guys kind of make a day drinking beer like this makes me <laughs> real happy yeah it's only it's not even five percent can i have some more yep i, 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 I think we do need to play some more uh or, or some more and uh, and play some tunes as we get into our, our night with Booze Brothers. You wanted to hear uh, Kurt Vile. This this goes perfect with this beer because it is gorgeous and it is pretty pimping. Yeah. It's a rock and roll happy hour on 94.9. Wait, wait. So who was the Dead Weather fan here? My girlfriend. Your girlfriend. I would like to reference that too. Well, just say hi. That's right. that's for you because we just finished the song. You're not wearing headphones what so you can't that? hear what no, I hear. Right. <laughs> it is the rock and roll happy hour on 
or not. I think you, you can... just scored a lot of points yep, there. Probably. There's, there's going to be some scoring later. He shoots. Oh! Kobe from downtown. Oh! <laughs> Go. Pro- probably still from... missed it. So okay, LeBron, you got uh, it. We've got Chris, uh, Maury, and Fraser here. We just hey, polished oh. off the uh, the Penny Blonde, which if you have ever been hesitant about a blonde, please go try theirs because it is a really, really good interpretation of the style because even our promotions director, Ciro, came in here when he saw where there was beer. It's like a moth to a flame. Said <laughs> that, wow, this is, this is I don't usually like blondes. I really, really like this because it has almost that Pilsnery characteristic. It, it makes you want 11 more of them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. which uh, I, I think we can probably talk about this next beer because it you call it a pale ale, but I was, uh, I'll be uh, 100% honest with you, I was drinking it while we were wrapping up that last song. And this, this is more like a session IPA than a pale ale to me. Explain yourself. So this is a uh, 5.2% American pale ale. It's hopped with Belma, Citra, and Mosaic hops. Meant to kind of drink like a day, daytime IPA, basically your lawnmower beer. Mm-hmm. For anybody that likes hoppy beers, this definitely fits in the category with 52 IBUs hitting you in the backside. So. I, I love that we've had uh, we've had two lawnmower beers to start the program off with. I mean, the Penny Blonde, definitely a lawnmower beer, easily. But if you want something a little more hop forward, this is a great step towards that direction. Yeah, It's really, really good on the nose. I thought it was going to be a lot more bitter when I got to drinking it, but the mouth Mouthfeel is real light, and the hops are just perfectly balanced in there. Yeah, you pick well, up. I love it when you talk dirty. What's really nice with the Belma hops in there? You pick up some really nice kind of light berry esters off the okay. mosaic and the citra, just kind of round out the backside of the beer, and it really just is an excellent beer. Um, in my opinion, it's one of my favorite beers that, yeah. from the company. I drink it on a daily basis. I recommend that everybody drink it on a daily basis. Of course you do, because um, you're the sales guy. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I have a question for you. I'm looking at the can here, and in the fine print, it says this beer has been treated to reduce gluten. Yes, sir. Yep. All of our beers. The important part is that uh, people with celiac disease can actually drink our beer and they don't have any health issues with it. That is the important yeah. part. So that you're, is you're, really cool. You I truly are it. making beer for everyone. Yeah. It's so. unfortunate when you can't drink beer, but we'd like to provide that to people. <laughs> you are making the world a better place through beer. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your public service, sir. You're very welcome. Hey, All look, right. Jeremy, there's more. Oh, good. You know what? Here's my glass. <laughs> Pour me some more. And uh, we're going to take a break when we come back. Got a couple of songs to pair with this, including some Pixies and uh, an oldie but a goodie from Cold War Kids. Hey, Ken, smell that beer they just poured out. I do believe the sticky icky has arrived. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the Pixies I on the Rock and Roll like, Happy hey, Hour. Man, oh, wow. It is the... It is Alt 94.9. It's Jeremy with me as always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. And I got the dudes from the Booze Brothers in here. We got Frazier, Maury, and Chris. You guys you guys aren't collectively the Booze Brothers, are you? I mean, No, sir. The actual Booze Brothers are not here because the they're incredibly keepers. awkward they're re- oh, in yeah. any type of <laughs> They're incredibly I, awkward. Are you kidding me? I love socially awkward people. <laughs> Donnie is a true brewer, and Dave just gets awkward when he has to be interviewed. <laughs> The, the Booze Brothers are Donnie and Dave. Dave and Donnie. They're Dave and Donnie brothers originally from Sweden. That makes it even better. The <laughs> Swedish family moved here when they were around five and grew up in Vista and created a brewery in Vista. Dave and Donnie, the two <laughs> Booze Brothers. <laughs> we just finished their good guy pale ale and started off the program with the Penny Blonde. Now uh, now I can tell we're moving into a more dank IPA. I got a feeling that the alcohol has come up with this. Yes. As, as well as the, uh, the hop profile has vastly okay. changed from the... Uh, the paleo, we, we've definitely gotten danker. This is uh, Buena Vista, if I remember correctly, yeah. right? Yeah, this is one of the only beers we actually dry hop twice to really pack the hops and flavor into that beer. Double dry hop. Wow, mm-hmm. a beer Double so dry. nice, they dry hopped it so twice. That, that, explains why, <laughs> cute. that explains why it smells like um, Urban Leaf in here. Yeah, it's one of my favorite beers that we make. I drink it constantly. This is oh my definitely, God. definitely our number one seller. Oh my Tasting God. room, distribution, oh across my, the board. Oh my God! <laughs> this is really, really... Really good. So you get all that dank 
really sticky, icky hop nose on it. And when you drink it, what you expected in your brain doesn't come out in your palate. It's not overly bitter. I was expecting right. overly bitter, smooth. really kind of like tongue brushing. Well, bitter. no, and it, and it clears the palate quite nicely. Just mm. kind of evaporates off and makes you wanting more. It's got this, a nice mouthfeel. This is a great food beer. Exactly. Like, it, it, it almost finishes like a wine does. Mm-hmm. Dude, I could really go for some red hot Cheetos right now. <laughs> I said food, not munchies, bro. I mean, I really think you hit it on the point, though, with with food. When we're out there selling beer, really, we're talking to people that are selling food, and their businesses represent food. So we should be trying to figure out a way to pair the beers as well as we can with the food without it being overly aggressive or blowing out their dishes, and then they can't even taste the food that they're eating. See, I I I would love to have this with anything that's a little fatty, like a hamburger or some cheese fries, because I think the the balance of that kind of umami mouthfeel in this beer is just mm, some Right now, man. <laughs> That's what Postmates is for. You know that. <laughs> I've been here in 25 minutes. This is something you guys are canning too, right? Yep. Yes, canning and bottling. This is the only beer that we make that is in two uh, package form. I think this could only be put with one band. That's Alt-J. Here's Hunger of the Pine. Because it is sticky icky. Yeah. It's rock and roll happy on Alt-94.9. I'll be honest with you right now. I have no idea what's about to happen with this next beer. But all the talk that just led up while we were playing that uh, has got me very excited. It's the rock and roll happy on Alt-94.9. Drinking with the... Uh, the boys from the Booze Brothers. Hey-o. We've got Fraser, Maury, and Chris. Oh. We've just finished off the Buena Vista IPA. We have oh, the Good Guy Pale one. Ale and the Penny Blonde. And now we're moving on to something you guys have a, it's a sub-brand, a side brand. It's something else you guys do that allows you to explore different avenues than you are currently doing with your core lineup and some of the specialty beers you do. This is this is what you call Owl Farms. Owl Farm Unique Fermentation. So unique we, Fermentation. Uh, unique Fermentation. So none of the beers under Owl Farm will be a straightforward blonde pale. IPA stout, none of that. So there's going to be something funky or different to each one. And a big part of this conversation that Dave, when when we were coming up with this, was Dave, Donnie, and I were kind of seeing what a lot of the industry was seeing, where you start seeing a lot of gimmicky beers taking over, some weird ones, some stuff that you're not necessarily pastry stouts. Uh, sure. I mean, this was pre-pastry stouts being big, but it was a lot of stuff that we weren't really stoked on seeing in the industry. But we also wanted to come up with something that was reaching that consumer who wasn't just a diehard IPA person. So when trying to come up with the idea, we started coming up with a couple different beers that we're really into and it kind of morphed into what if we did a second brand that focused on all the weird stuff. So it was just a a bunch of ideas coming together, which led to us doing something like Port and Lost Abbey, where they have two brands, but everyone kind of knows they're one and the same. It's funny because as soon as as you kind of explained it, I I didn't want to make that association, but I was going to say, that's kind of what Tommy Arthur did between that, that's an association Abbey. I'm okay with it. Hopefully. Yeah, I almost said something much less flattering. Stone and stochasticity. Stop! No, no, no. Your mic is off. No, I don't want. I never want to hear that again. Stop it! We're talking about things that are positive in the world. Thank you very much, Ken. So when we came out with it, we wanted it to be a very approachable beer, but we still wanted it to be beer that spoke to true craft. So you know, no fake ingredients, no garbage, everything. No artificial real, flavorings. Yeah. So a lot of this stuff is to blend the lines of cocktail inspired, cider inspired. Just funny because this beer you poured out for me smells almost like a cider. Yeah, it's uh, kind of so, reminds me of like a lime popsicle or something. The mm. Owl Farm beers are they are they sour by definition? Some of them are, but not all of them. Ooh, Got Ken, uh, drink that. Mm. You'll get your answer. I well, mean, you know, a lot of people. The, the ask, proof is in the pudding. They'll they'll ask. Oh, it's your it's your sour line, and that's not necessarily what it is. When no, we that's do, true. they 
look, look at that wow. face. Wow. Look this at that is... face. Look at that face. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, wow, it's got a dry, kind of uh, earthy. We don't do sweet. That's one thing. Wow. That's, there's a lot of beer out there, especially fruit-forward beers, that are overly sweet, and it just takes away from the beer component. And it might not be everyone's favorite dry beer, but no. we no, don't that, want that to is, do the sweet sugary things. Well, no, but see, here's the thing. You, you say it's not sweet, but there are still sweet perceptuals on the back of the tongue from whatever mm-hmm. fruit you're using, mm-hmm. but it finishes really dry. It's, it almost has like that white wine champagne. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe I should say sugary. We don't do yeah, sugary. There, there is no sugariness to this. Yeah. How long have you been doing alcohol? Dryness. We launched it on February 8th. This year? Of this year, yeah. So. Dude, you guys are slick bastards. This is really good beer. This is sophisticated. Dude, it's like this a Sauvignon Blanc. Like yeah. yeah. I, th- I think we need to try some more of it. Let's take a break. When we come back, you want to do some future islands with this. And I cannot wait to see what our next Owl Farm beer is. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. Ken, I can't believe. Can't believe we're already on our last beer tonight. Yeah, and what the f- my tasting here. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on Alt 94.9. Supported by Mason Ale. Works your everyday beer for every situation. From Respecto Mexican Lager. Perfect for a day at the beach with a rich, smooth, cash, imperial coffee stout. Ideal for sitting around the campfire with your friends. Mason Ale Works has you covered. It's Jeremy with me as always, of course, uh, after tonight. And that little outburst, it might not be next week. <laughs> San Diego Indie <laughs> yeah. Beer Evangelist, Mr. Not, Ken Wright. It I, must be really good beer that you're drinking to put yourself on the line. Thank God I have this finger right here that took care of that. We're drinking with our friends from the Booze Brothers. we got Fraser, Mori, and Chris. We've had the Owl Farm Afternoon Zester. We got so deep into the conversation of that last beer that I forgot to tell you what it was. It's called Afternoon Zester, and it is Owl Farm. What is the etymology of that brand name, Owl Farm? Our old sales rep actually suggests a name, Stacy Barreto. Uh, when we were going through a million different names, she was definitely on on the same page with us about knowing it was going to be a truly unique brand and Owl Farm is where Hunter S. Thompson did all of his unique writing. That's the place where he would blow up propane tanks with a shotgun? That's where he did everything so then we made beer after it. Owl Farm. (laughs) You know what? I already love the beer that I've tasted. You made me love you that much more. If that was something that was possible, you just did it. So let's talk about our Um, last beer of the evening. Ken, you're holding it up and it's very very rosé. Blackberry Cruiser. What's the whole thing with this beer? Tell me the story. So with uh, Owl Farm, like I said, we're trying to do unique stuff. And we've, we've been inspired by cocktails and other beverages. This one's kind of inspired by, you know, an Arnold Palmer where you're getting that kind of lemon and tea feel. But we also threw a little bit of blackberry in there, but it's not the more forward thing per is, se. Is there actually tea in this beer? There is yeah. tea. It's oolong tea. Oh, yeah, I'm a getting a little it. bit of that tannic mm-hmm. kind of tea. It's the dry finish. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's okay, so as soon as you said Ar- Arnold Palmer with blackberry, you literally smoked my brain. Because <laughs> that that's exactly what I'm that's exactly what I'm picturing that I'm drinking right now. Yeah, I, I can taste mm-hmm. the tea. I can taste the berry. There's 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 just such a feel to this beer. This is crazy. Yeah, it's got cold pressed lemon juice. Again, we use all real ingredients, real fruit, no artificial flavorings. It's gluten reduced. How are you guys this 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 little well kept secret that's sitting on <laughs> Progress Street in Vista? I don't understand why you aren't like everywhere. Do you has LA found you guys yet? Do they understand what we have here in San Diego? LA and Orange <laughs> County have been just a, a definitely an emerging market for us um, as a company. I 
used to run sales up in that territory also. And just in going up there, just kind of bringing some of our beers up to the territory, a lot of the customer base and the buyers up there have been really excited about something new and different. Well, th- um, this is new and different. Five years, and I'm glad you guys are doing this because this is really fantastic beer. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you. Thank you for a great Thanks show. We're going to end with some Black Angels. I think uh, you wanted this, right? Yes, I did. All right. Actually, this, this goes out to Dan. He's in Vietnam right now riding his bicycle across the country. Whoa! One of our bartenders. <laughs> and this was his favorite band. So cool. I, I killed for her. Man. It's a rock and roll happy on Alt 94.9.